Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides. For the latest updates and information, you can find me on Twitter at Professor Sides. This Major League Baseball episode covers World Series Game 1, scheduled to be played on Friday, October 28th, 2022. Get you in here. Check the webpage on the banner. That's www.pickswiththeprofessor.com slash new for a primer and explanation pause if need be and check that out especially if you are newer to baseball betting and money line betting we're very price sensitive in these parts we're not just concerned about picking who wins if we just pick who wins and we're right 55 percent of the time but we're constantly betting super high price lines we're going to be losing money quickly so uh, that'll kind of just explain some of that from a mathematical standpoint if you're already well aware of that and you've been here with us for a while then you know the goals of this episode are to share key information about this game give you some things to think on and explain why certain plays are or not being made I never recommend blindly tailing or fading any pick, but rather to hear the justifications and thought processes to make sure you're fully on board with me or against me before investing your hard-earned money. As always, remember that there are no locks in gambling, so what I provide are loves, likes, and leans. It is A, B, and C grades. And to get my confidence level with respect to scaling wagers, however, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as I'd like to say will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. <clears throat> Finished up the championship series with two A-grade winners, uh, Got the Padres plus one and a half to close out that series. They couldn't quite hold on for the win, but having the plus one and a half, it didn't matter. Thought it would be a tight game. Sure enough, it was. And got the Astros an A great underdog winner. So that was exciting as well. Totals haven't gone as well in the playoffs. It's a small sample size. It's also harder to kind of figure out exactly how the totals will shift. It's not quite as hard to figure that out for the sides. That The strategies kind of affect both teams, so the probability of who wins doesn't change much. It's a little bit easier to forecast. Totals are just a little bit tougher um, because the strategies get different, and there's just not a ton of data on, on how to handle that. So I, I've adjusted the model for that, but I, have say, I will say that the bigger edges have done a little bit better on the totals. The smaller ones have not, and so my threshold kind of for playing a total is going to have to be a little bit bigger of an edge um, than, than it would be in the regular season for me to recommend that. Uh, already recorded this once. If you're on Patreon with us, you, you've seen this. <laughs> if, if you aren't, uh, you missed the first take of it with Wheeler going, which I, I mentioned the first time I did, I, I kind of thought it would be Nola to start, but everyone was saying Wheeler and Wheeler was a listed pitcher at different sports books. And so went with that and then less than, you know, like 12 hours later uh it turns out that that's not what's going to happen and so uh we'll we'll try this again now with nola on the hill uh against verlander but before we get to that some reminders please hit that like button if you're on youtube also if you aren't yet please consider subscribing or following it's free and if you turn on notifications don't miss any of the college basketball mobile or college football content that this channel provides and a reminder to serve a Patreon page if you're looking for some extra benefits. Membership starts at just three bucks per month to get you the play of the day or plays of the day, which is important for college football season with a lot of those happening. Those have gone pretty well for us. And other tiers if you're looking for other benefits, including Discord chat, the quickest way to get questions answered for just five bucks a month. You can join us there. But we'll get to it. All lines courtesy of Bet Online. Sign up link in the show description. And current as the time of this recording on Wednesday afternoon, a reminder of the price you see on the screen in parentheses are the money line prices needed for these sides to reach a certain level graded play according to money line 803. Eastern first pitch in Houston, Texas. Phillies at the Astros. Astros are solid favorites in this one. Again, Nola versus Verlander. Both of these guys, when you look at the underlying metrics for the season, are pretty in lock with each other with regards to how they pitched. Verlander had much better results than Nola. 
NOLA looks better with the advanced metrics simply because of the fact that he, he kind of gets susceptible to the, to the home run ball, which had plagued Verlander a couple years ago. That's so variable though. And so that's why when I look at these two pitchers, there's a reason why Nola is actually rated better than Verlander. And it's yes, I'm, 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 I'm an Astros fan. I'm well aware that Justin Verlander is a great pitcher and his results have been great, but Nola's worse ERA is a lot of just random bounces, bad luck, home run ball, which is extremely variable for most pitchers. Um, when a pitcher gives up a fly ball, the difference between a routine fly ball and a home run is coming off the bat at just a slightly different angle, which, you know, you might say, if if you understand launch angle, you might think, oh, there's a, a large difference between a 50 degree angle and a 40 degree launch angle. Yes, but with regards to where the ball makes contact with the bat, you're talking about the tiniest little margin. So I, I, that's why we look at the underlying metrics. They're more predictive than ERA. So as much as I'd like to say, as an Astros fan, you know, Verlander has a 175 ERA, Nola has a 325 ERA. Oh, Verlander's the better pitcher. When you dive deeper into it, I think they're about the same. I think it's rounding here. I think both guys are fantastic pitchers. I think it's a wash. I think these are two of the best in the game. Uh, the area that the Astros have an advantage is the fact that their offense is better. As good as the Phillies' offense has looked, the Astros' offense is still a better offense. Um, relievers, the Astros' relievers, maybe slightly better, but the biggest strength the Astros have is that their back three uh, are just better than the Phillies' back three. I'm, I'm aware that the Phillies have mix and match and done some things and it's kind of worked, but in general, as much as a guy like Dominguez or Eflin or, you know, Alvarado, some of those guys have been okay. I still trust the back three of the Astros much more than those of the Phillies. So the, it's the Astros have an edge at home with the bats, with the bullpen, starting pitchers are wash. It's hard to think the Phillies are going to win this game, but we remember baseball, weird things happen. Uh, you know, there was a serious issue in the Astros lost three games to the A's, right? So just because the Astros have edges everywhere, the Phillies can absolutely win this game. There's a reason why we look at things from a probabilistic standpoint, according to sideline, the Astros win this game 61.4% of the time. The number that sideline gives is Astros minus 159. That's the actual price you can get on them. So I'd much rather back the Astros at minus 159, the current price than the Phillies at plus 147. I don't think there's any value in that in the Phillies, the price isn't low enough for me to love this Astros pick, though. So it's definitely not an A-grade play. I locked in a B-grade play already. And again, according to the rules we use around here, nine times out of ten, we're going to hit selected when we make these bets. So we make this bet with Verlander. We hit selected. We locked in minus 159. So it doesn't really matter how the number changes it going from Wheeler to Nola. It could go to anybody else. We've locked in minus 159. If I'm entering the market right now, you know, I'm, I, the prices I'm seeing, I think, is more like 163. It's a little bit higher. There are a lot of people out there who think that Wheeler's a better pitcher than Nola. It's so tough to tell. Again, my number makes it a little bit, a little bit that Nola's a little bit of better pitcher. But I mean, it's such round a year. So, you know, you might have to ask yourself how you feel about the difference between Nola and Wheeler. But really, between Nola, Wheeler, Verlander, and and Fromber, I think they're all just really good pitchers. So uh, I still think the Ashes are the right side here. I'd still be on them here at this price around minus 160, but it's a B minus type pick for me. The odds just aren't that good. And just because it's a World Series, we don't want to press and overinvest. So I think the Astros may be worth a look. But again, shop around, try to get a price at least in the low minus 160s or the upper minus 150s. But unless we were to see a price 
uh, into the mid minus 140s or at least the upper minus 140s. I really couldn't consider it a grade worthy, uh, but that doesn't mean the Astros aren't a, aren't a smart side to pick here, in my opinion. With regards to the total, sideline drops this total now to 6.9. I'm seeing 6.5 as the total with an over of minus 120. That's a pass for me. Um, I, I think sideline might be a little bit too high on this, so maybe it should be 6.8, 6.7. And that's about what the market is indicating right now. So I don't think it's investable right now. If it does go up to seven, though, I would be interested in an under. I think seven is a very likely outcome. And honestly, I think under seven makes a lot of sense. I just don't want to go over six and a half. So over six and a half, really a pass. For me, unless you were to get something like even money or a plus 105, now we're talking, but it's quite a long ways away from a minus 120. So again, if we see a seven, even at minus 120, minus 125, I think I'd still be under that seven number just because seven, that push protection there, it's a lot easier to see the game landing on six or seven than it is eight. And obviously it could be a two to one type game, but we have seen a lot of playoff games in Minute Park get really high scoring because that park plays on average neutral, but it really just depends on where the balls are hit. It's like cousin Jared's always saying with South Carolina, where the interceptions come on the field determines how the total goes. And it's kind of the same thing here with Minute Maid Park. If guys are hitting fly balls to left field, those are those can easily be home runs or doubles off the wall. If guys are hitting the ball down the line to right field, you don't even have to hit them that high, that short fence, you can get out. But if you're hitting them straight away center field, it's hard to hit home runs there. There's a lot of ground. You got fast center fielders, those are out. So the park plays on average pretty neutral, but we can see high scoring. We can see low scoring just because of the dimensions of that park, making it play more friendly or less friendly, depending on where the balls are hit. So I would not go under six and a half whatsoever, but over six and a half isn't really exciting with these two pitchers. So again, I would go under seven if it drops there. If it sits right here though, I just don't think the total is worth an investment. I'm just going to focus my play on the Astros again at minus 159, but B minus you know, if it's up to my, the low minus 160, it's kind of a C plus play somewhere in that ballpark. I think it's worth a look. I just don't think it's worth a heavy investment because the price is a little bit too steep. Weird things happen in baseball, and it wouldn't be the craziest thing for a guy like Aaron Nola to go get his team a win with how good of a pitcher he is. So no locks in gambling. The Astros are not a lock to win this game. I think they're more likely to win than not, but uh, that doesn't mean that I'm eager to jump in on prices like minus 159. And that's all I've got for you here today. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Picture the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can ensure all the sports betting content we provide on this channel is dropped right into your feed. See you again later on in the week for more World Series betting content. All of the college football content already out there, so go check that out. Two episodes for your week nine. Pleasure, as always, until I see you again. Best of luck, and remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.